Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. That is a quote by Albert Einstein. Welcome to Trina Talk. This is the podcast where guests share their stories of pursuing their passions, living a fulfilled life, and empowering others. Each week, I talk with inspiring leaders, business owners, and people with amazing stories from around the world in unscripted conversations as they share their successes and failures. This podcast is all about empowering you to keep striving in your personal and professional life. I am your host, Trina L. Martin. Welcome to episode 162. The topic of this week's episode is dysfunction and laughter. My guest this week is Miss Francois. Miss Francois is a dynamic entertainer, speaker, producer, writer, author, and game-changing trendsetter that aims to inspire. She migrated from Trinidad and Tobago in her late teens to establish a new legacy for her life. She's the host of the Miss Francois Show, a talk show that encompasses candid conversations with a variety of entertainment and uses humor to help others with their dysfunctional relationships. Leveraging the unique lessons she's learned throughout her life journey, she's written two books, Lights, Camera, Launch, Kickstart Your Own Professional TV Show by Investing in the Me in Team, and let that boop man go. Five plus ways to get over a breakup. Hello, Miss Francois. Welcome to Trina Talk. Thank you for having me, Trina. Thank you for being here. You are <laughs> you're amazing. You already have me smiling, which is great. Um, you are a speaker, an author, a TV host, and so many other things. But how I like to start the show is I ask all my guests to tell the listeners who you are and what made you be the Miss Francois that you are today. Well, it's not because I'm a mother and father. All they did was supply the egg and sperm. I did the rest, okay? But my I go by Miss Francois. I like everyone to make sure they understand that's MSS. That's for multi-talented and super sexy. Five-five brown eyes, caramel complexion, total perfection. As you can hear, I have an accent, which I'm from Trinidad and Tobago, which is one of the sexiest accents in the world. You can Google that, okay? Thank you. <laughs> so I migrated from Trinidad. I came to America. And I, like most pe- most immigrants, their story is not the best. But I always say those struggles help make you who you are. And from that, I was able, because of a lot of relationship issues and stress and so forth and so on, I had to take, I like to say my pain and made it my purpose. So after all them man and them are tired of men and the frustration and you're angry and you hate the world, I decide why not to laugh at some of my drama and stress of relationship. Sums up Miss Francois as I have a TV show, which is all about, I like to say, candid conversations, a variety of entertainment, and I use humor to help others with their dysfunctional relationships. I know, I know. It's amazing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Well, yeah, I I don't even know where to start because I have had some of those 
bad dysfunctional relationships. <laughs> so I'm one of those people. I don't know. I mean, you may t- turn this show into like helping me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So what did you do before you became Miss Francois? What did you do? Did you have like a regular nine to five? What were you doing? So I still have a nine to five. I'm one of those people that do it all. I just focus. I'm not one of those people, jack of all trades. Those people are not too smart. But whatever I do, I do follow through. So I still work in a financial institution. My personality doesn't really reflect that. But <laughs> but that's all good. So I keep doing that. It's an organization I've worked in for 22 years. And I've been doing Miss Francois for, I would say it started like since 2016, where I did a Toastmaster speech in um, New York. And I won the most, the humorous competition in New York, in all of New York. I want to make sure you all know New York is very large. Okay. And I won with a speech called Steve Harvey can't find me a man. Yeah. He still didn't find me one though. (laughs) But you know, these things kind of trickle from one, one situation, something I was scared, like uh, um, I mentioned to you before you had the guy on Mr. Peter who was talking about, you know, public speaking and stuff like that. And that was something I was very scared to do. And me even being in that competition, even the year before I entered the competition, I remember seeing all these people on stage and I said, oh, I would never do that. They're crazy. I'm too scared. The next year I was there and I won. Isn't that amazing? Go ahead. You can give me a round of applause, like clap, smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I think from there different things started to open up I took the five to seven minute speech the following year was 2017 I had like a one woman show off Broadway and everything is meet someone just giving me an idea why don't you make that a one woman show and I'm like "Uh, I don't know how to do that but I'm good at following through and it progressed from there into me having a TV show something I never in my entire life think I would have had Wow. So how do you go about, okay, so we are both, we, I'm a speaker, you're a speaker, author, same thing, but how do you go from being that person who was afraid to do public speaking to having a TV show? Do you have like a secret recipe? Well, one of my things is I always say one size does not fit all. And I always go, right, ladies? So let's stop lying to ourselves. But for me, I think at that particular time in my life is where you are in your life. And sometimes, you know, you're searching for different things. So at that time, I started listening to a lot of the Les Brown, the Earl Nightingale, the Zig Ziglar's of the world. And and I read a lot. Reading was something I always loved ever since I was a child. I used to get in trouble for reading. Right, mom? Didn't allow me to read. I, I used to read my books too quickly. Who gets that, right? But I think being that I was, I entered into that life of personal development and trying to, you know, be the best, best Miss Francois I can be. I think that's where it all stemmed from. One, one of the biggest thing I love from Les Brown, which I still say, is that anytime I get really scared, which is often, I always say, what's the worst could happen? Will I die? And then I just do it, you know, but it's, it progresses as time passes on and you get better, you know, you get better because you keep working on yourself, so forth and so on. And that's how I become this amazing and continue to be amazing. You know what? I love your personality. It is infectious. Okay. (laughs) So I just want to say I I love it. Uh, I I knew reading your bio, I was like, okay, I'm going to have some fun. You know, most of the time, I'm I'm pretty loose, but I've had a few guests like you that just kind of 
make me, you know, just have fun with the show, which is, is always great. It's always great to do. I know, so, girls, when I host my show and I have some people on there, it's like I'm dragging out the answer out of them and I just want to slit my wrist. I'm like, why did I have it? You know, and even before you have them on the show, I've had people like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to talk about this as soon as because before COVID, I, I do mine is in a studio. So it's a really nice, fancy, high tech studio. So when the lights come on, that same person that was all gone ho they just become quiet like a mouse and I'm struggling there by myself. Thank God I do have this amazing personality, right, Trina? You do. You do. Thank and, you. And, you know, and if I had the right buttons, I would hit the sound effects for you, but I don't know <laughs> which one is which right now. So I'm going to label those. Uh, but no, I mean, I love your personality. It's so infectious. It's making me smile, which I love to do. And, and like I said, it's not very often that I have guests that just like, push me over to that side. So I, I like it. Um, You're thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so Miss Francois, so let's talk about relationships. Cause I, I know mm-hmm. that's your specialty mm-hmm. as well as being a comedian. Um, so one, I'm going to start off with, cause it's a personal question of mine. Well, for a friend, not for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how do you make long distance relationships work? Oh, girl, that's why we got technology. <laughs> but first thing I always like to tell people, I say I'm not a counselor, I'm not your pastor, I'm not a therapist, but you can afford to pay me anyway, right? And like I have a lot of people who say, oh, you're an expert in relationship. I said, no, if I'm not an expert in relationship because I'm not in one, but I'm an expert of more getting out of one. But when it comes to long distance, yeah. <laughs> To me, those are so, uh, that those relationships are some fun relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has its moments, but it's one of the most uh, exciting relationships. And I have a few friends that are in long distance relationship right now. But the first thing I want to say, this is not like the 60s where you have to, not even the 60s, the 1920s, we had to get on a horse or you had to wait for a letter or hope the bird and the dove fly and drop off mail. We don't have that. The number one thing we have is technology. You have your phones, you have your tablets, you have your computer. You have every which way to keep in contact with a person. And I think a lot of times people don't know how to keep things fun anymore. And then they're boring, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you could have the conversation. You know, you women like to talk, talk, talk. The man don't want to hear a bunch of talk, 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 right? So I would say one of the things that I like to do, you plan certain events, even if it's a movie. But, oh, God, don't women, sometimes it's women I have to talk to, you know. You, you'll be blaming the men, but sometimes you ruin things. So if you have a particular thing and you want to plan a movie, you're watching it together. Let's pick a, a funny movie or something he might like to watch because women like to do the sappy one and the cuddling. Let the man choose and make it fun. You're both watching the movie. And, again, technology makes everything so much easier. So one of those, those are one of the things I like to do when I, check me, when I have one of my relationships that are long distance. I say TV time, movie time, plan those events. You have virtual calls that you make. Make them a little fun. One of the things that I like though, it have, I can't remember the, the card game, but they have so many card games now that you can do in relationships. Make it, it have the spicy one. It have the one that could ask each other questions to get to know each other better. But there's so many things out there now that people are just not using and they're just saying, okay, a phone call. I get bored. I don't want to hear your voice every day. Look, make things exciting. We have sex, you know, people like, but it'd be on the phone. We'd have sexting. Yay. 
you dress up all sexy. I've done the whole dance in front of, come on, you got to do something. Now, if you know it's not going to be a long-term relationship, make sure your nipples are covered and the, uh, you know you don't want them posting it anyway. You have to think, ladies, okay? I am very intelligent. But there's many different, you see how many reasons? I hope you write all those things down. Because you look, I got to watch you, you know, Trina. You look all, mm, but uh, you you look suspect. <laughs> I get it all in here. <laughs> Oh my goodness. C- continue, continue. <laughs> oh, and one of, one of the things, oh, this is what I also like. In addition to the long distance relationship, like little gifts. You know what I'm saying? Again, parcels doesn't take that long. Little letters don't take that long. It's always nice to receive something in the mail. Example, when it had COVID, what is one of the main things people were using all the time? Amazon. Even with something to yourself, you get excited to open a package. So mail each other. Hey, I have mailed underwear. Okay. Okay. My, I wash mine. Okay. I know what you, Trina looked like she was going to just mail hers just like that. I don't know what she's thinking. But <laughs> so let's go over this. It have virtual calls. It have TV, movie times, plan something, make it fun. You have the games. I, I tell you, uh, next time I'll have like the name of the games. So I could tell you afterwards. I have so many games because I have a bunch of them. Oh. Mail personal gifts, personal items. And always remember we have phone sex. Make sure you have your laundry. Do your little dance. Okay, check Trina. She about to get some long distance. But that's exciting. <laughs> and when you do see each other, it's it's have that extra intense, that extra romance that you, you think about it. Long distance. One of the best things to me about long distance, you do get to know the person a lot better. Mm-hmm. You get to even trust the person more. It, it's just so much. Sometimes when the guy lived down, down the street, uh, up the road or whatever, around ro- the block Americans, I don't know, I trained that so I use in all different words. You, you don't want to see the man every day, okay? It kills the energy. It kills the romance. It's, oh my God, I had somebody wanted to see me eight days out of the week and 25 <laughs> hours out of the day. Oh, it, that's why I'm still single. Oh my God. Can I breathe? Right, Trina? <laughs> I agree. I, I agree with that one. <laughs> You're the best host. You're like, I agree. I I have no qualms about that. I don't. That's why I'm in a long distance relationship. (laughs) You know, and I'll say it's not, it's not for everyone, but know, know what you're willing. Cause some people have a friend, she started one, but then again, you, you have to know where certain things is going to go. That's why you ask questions and get to know the person. Some people might be okay with doing it for five years. Some people, me, I know the most I could do maybe is a year. Mm-hmm. But you you have to be talking and planning because if you in a long term uh, long term relationship in a long distance relationship, you obviously having plans of being together in the same space. Right. So that's why you're gonna be talking and making those arrangements. I ain't gonna be no long distance relationship two three years. What what uh, what he at war? What war? <laughs> who who are you fighting? Okay, so to each his own. At my age, I don't want anymore. Okay, I good. He better be up the block. And in your own house, while I in my own house, and we could visit. <laughs> These things come with experience and age. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, so I gotta ask you about your personality. How have you always been like this? Just, but, but I, th- I think <laughs> you know what is when I when I came when I from being from Trinidad, I was very timid, shy. You couldn't get me to talk. It was so bad in school in Trinidad that teachers would write me absent because I was that quiet. And people have a hard time seeing that because of who I am now. But again, certain experience in life when you come to America, I'm not 
saying anything negative about America, I'm talking about my experience. It's not always the most pleasant place when you having like a culture shock and trying to understand. People always think, oh, I have an accent. Just so you know, everyone in America, you all have an accent also. And some of them, some people don't know what you people saying. So it it's a lot to transition into a whole new culture and a whole, you know, it's it's scary. And I, I think I become even more scared and more quiet and more timid. But after you've been through certain things, people not being nice to you, after a while you're like, uh-uh, I, I have something to say. Who, who are you talking to? I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So I think I, I think I was forced out of my shell in part of it. And then also being through certain things, I think I you started speaking up for yourself. But what I realized is that I didn't want to, you know, you, you fall down and they say, make sure you get up. My thing with falling down or failing or whatever is the whole tears and the crying and the not eating or eating too much. And then you tell 5,000 of your friends that don't care and glad it's not them. I, I started thinking, it started to get exhausting. And I think I just started to find that humor in certain things that, a lot of things that we're sad or miserable or angry about, it's really not that serious, mm-hmm. you know? And it's yeah. so much easier to deal with it when it, when you add some humor. Especially, I'm sure you've been through this, Trina, where you're in a relationship, it ended after you cry, blah, blah. Two years later, or even a year later, even though six months later, you look back at me like, well, you wasn't even that cute. Why did I waste <laughs> my time? What was my problem? I was crying. Why was I crying? I took a day off from work. I could have went to work and make money. What? Oh, and then, you know, what's the best part? When you look back two years later and then you see, oh, he gained a lot of weight. Oh, he ain't that cute. Why is, mm, that's the girl he went, mm, that's where he living. You're like, I dodged a bullet. But all that comes to be humorous. You laugh at it and then you move on. Yes. Damn, yes. I'm so intelligent. How did I do this? I don't know. Are you a counselor? Do you have coaching <laughs> classes? <laughs> what What are you doing with all of this besides your talk show? Because you are giving out some good information. And I know the listeners are like loving this show because, like I said, it is engaging. It is fun. And something that everybody wants to know about is relationships. Because believe me, true. I've had my share of the ones that you look back and you go, oh, God, why, why did I even yeah. waste my time with him? <laughs> Yeah, and, just, and the thing is, while you're in it, it's like, I love him. This is my man. I'm going to have his kids. You see what the house look like? You see how the kids going to look like? Oh, my. It's amazing. <laughs> but all these things is you transition. I like to call them different chapters in our life, you know. Mm-hmm. But hopefully I always say don't take the don't take the baggage from it. Just take the lessons from it. That You know it's, what? That is true. But how do yeah, we do easier that? Easier said than done, though. Easier, yeah. no, that's what I said. Easier said than done. And again, you're not going to do this by yourself. Like part of my book is one of the things that I like to say is have put your, your circle of friends. Like I don't like the word friends, so I have confidence. I always say to me the difference between friends sleep with your man, right? I don't want those BFF. I don't trust them people. Friends with benefits. I feel people use the word friends so lightly now that it loses some kind of substance. So I have confidence. And in my mind, and the people that I am around, I could close my eye and they could lead me and I don't have to open my eyes. I, I know they won't make me hit my foot against anything. So it's trusted people you're wrong, people that encourage you, that people that build you up. Like one of the things Les Brown says is you could have a bunch of friends if you want to call them friends, but you should categorize them. 
right? If you had a want to like to get drunk every Saturday, you know, you see that person once every three months. Yeah. You know, if you have the person that reads the books and uplifting, encouraging, that's something one you might talk to every other day. So is that according to the people that are around you? The people use the terminology loosely when they say, you know, the average of the five people you hang around is you, but they hear it, say, mm, that's true, but never actually look at their friends and decide, okay, you know what, Sheila, she's sleeping with like three, four men this week. That's not a person. That's not, if that's not where you want to go, that's not a person you should be hanging around. That's nothing wrong with Sheila. Sheila mm-hmm. like doing that. But if you don't like doing that, why are you hanging out with Sheila? Whoever you're wrong, you start to, you do, you start falling in those, you might not sleep with three of them, but you might sleep with one. Right, Trina? That's so true. <laughs> not me, but I do know some Sheilas and <laughs> like, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got I'm, a friend. <laughs> yep. I, I got a friend. I know some Sheilas that, yeah. I I always keep like one eye open on them. Like, yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, so means a lot of personal development. I again, I've been through my journey, and I even realized some at certain points in my life when maybe someone might have given you a book or something to listen to. At certain point in your time, maybe you wasn't ready at that particular yeah. moment. Maybe you had to go through certain things. Some of us need to learn the hard way. In all honesty, right? And hopefully, we survived whatever we've been through. And we're able to just evolve, continue to learn because we're, we're constantly growing. We're, yeah. we're constantly learning. We're constantly being a better version of ourselves, hopefully. Because yes. some people learn stuff and they still didn't do nothing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, and since we're on the topic of relationships, so what do you think about, okay, so we all have a past. And it's funny because I have a friend who likes internet dating. Let's just put it that way. Trina has lots of friends, people, lots of friends. (laughs) And I particularly, I I don't judge anybody who does, but I particularly don't like that because I've, I haven't had good luck. And whenever I did it, I was just like, this is a waste of my time. So when you are someone of a certain caliber and you're like, okay, I want to find a mate. So, you know, you've made mistakes, but you've grown and you're like, okay, but then you get out on these dating sites and you find people who lie or it's always amazing to me. You always find the man is like 50 plus and they go, well, I don't want a woman with kids. I don't want a woman who's ever been married before. And it was like, okay, well, are you looking for a 10 year old? <laughs> no, they're looking for Mary and she already taken by Joseph. So I don't know what they're looking for. <laughs> I was like, really? But it's so funny because you do. You, I think now because we do have technology, I think dating has gotten a lot harder. What do you think? I think we make it harder, okay. right? Okay. It's, so it's, this is this is this might sound strange, <laughs> but you see how you said you have a certain caliber. That's because you have done the work and you reached a certain mm-hmm. level, and you're like, okay, I'm ready. Where's my man, right? Mm-hmm. And this has happened to me again. I ain't got no man, so I could <laughs> I could understand where you're coming from, what you're saying. But then we reach here, right? But then you want to sign on to the online sites that's hit all the way at the mm-hmm. bottom. You you can't be doing the same thing you was doing when you were a C student. If you're an A student, now you need to be looking at A. So you can't go on Tinder where you're swiping left and right, right? You can't go on POF where it's, everything is free. So again, step up your game. There are certain sites, there are certain places. Like for me, for instance, someone told me, uh, why do I ever golf? I'm like, golf, well, I'm black. I don't know what the hell. I Trinidad, yeah, and golf, I can go to the beach. <laughs> right. But again, the person who's mentioned it to me, 
I, someone I respected, right? I don't know if you never heard of Dr. George Frazier, right? So he's pretty awesome in the like the black community and business and stuff. So I said because he said it, it's like Oprah telling you something. You don't know if she's right or wrong, but you're like, I'm gonna do it. So I actually started to pick up girls, and even mm-hmm. someone else recently told me. I say I want someone here, so maybe I have to go to certain events. So if I had to go to the golf events, if I have different events, because you say you said you are at a different level, mm-hmm. but we keep going in the same thing. You want to go to the club, you want to go to the <laughs> bar, but you reach here. That that therefore you need to still work on yourself because right. you need to start seeing things differently. So Trina, stop going on Tinder, honey, and it's like your friend. <laughs> I know I literally picked up girls something I thought I would definitely hate and I actually love it. I you know, too. even understanding the game and because I would have never thought in a million years I would be golfing. You know, when you see golfing like that's it, old people and white yes. people. No, it, it's it's really good and it brings other things. Just seeing the the lawn, like just being in an environment outside right. in the air. It, and it's a different set of people. So I even have two golf um thing coming up i'm not playing golf but i'm going to the reception you know mm-hmm. so you get to dress up cute girl you don't know who i'm gonna meet and i said in golf that's where you make all the business deals and that's where the yes. money is so stop going on tinder trina behave yourself okay i, I know i guess golf but i need to start going to some receptions too just yeah you know. i do i just today i was deciding what i was gonna wear you never I, know i need to find <laughs> some because yes okay moving right along <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your books, because I know you have a couple of books, right? Oh, yeah. So, so the funny thing is, right, I was one of those people in school. I, I have no sense of grammar, no punctuation. So me even writing a letter, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. So for me to write a book, I'm still shocked, right? So one of the books are called Lights, Camera, Launch, basically kickstarting your own professional TV show by using the me and team. Because everyone likes to say, there's no I in team. I'm like, yeah, but there is me. And in order for you to decide, decide to do anything in life, you do have to start with yourself. And a lot of times when you start to do something or you pursue a goal or a vision that you have, everyone says they're going to help. But when you started, all these everyone disappears to no one. Right. So I basically try to help people because and you know how that came about me being angry and frustrated, doing so much. Because if you ever watch one of my shows, even before COVID, it's a lot. It's a real TV show. It's a real set. It's entertainment in the beginning. I have an audience. It's a lot of work, right? Mm -hmm. And I didn't even know how I was doing it, but I was starting to get frustrated and overwhelmed. So someone actually told me, why don't you do that? And I'm like, girl, I can't write no book. Shut the hell up. You're stupid. (laughs) But this is why you have confidence. When I call my confidant, Quentin Mezzetton, he broke, broke it down for me, like all the reasons why and all the reasons why not. And after the long list of whys, we have a book. So again, a lot of people might think it's easy. Nothing is necessarily easy, but there's so many things out there that could help you and so many things that are free that we're unaware of that could start us on whatever goals if your goal is definitely to have your own tv show it won't be as fabulous as mine but you can try to start somewhere Mm -hmm. see i'm thinking about tv show (laughs) (laughs) the second book is is as like a book slash journal and it's called let your effing man go now it doesn't have F in there. If you know, it has a bunch of symbols and it's called let that be. Some people say beep, man, go five plus steps to getting over a breakup. 
And the reason I put the symbols there is anytime you end a relationship, you don't go, oh, well, well, that didn't work out. Let me move on. No, you go, let that, 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 you're angry. So to me, the name in the book is just to even get some frustration out. Let that mm, man go, right? And then we can slowly start to transition. And, you know, you have to, in the beginning of the book, I tell a story. Sometimes I look back, I'm like, what, what, why did I tell you all my business? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, sometimes you're like, oh, let me be authentic and vulnerable. (laughs) Now I read it over, I say, my God, I obviously I was in some kind, I don't know, I was meditating and I wasn't thinking straight, but whatever. My life is an open book for the most part, like 99%, 1%, not your business tree now. Okay. But all right. (laughs) I started off by a story and I made it into a journal. And it's some of the things that I have have helped me and helped some of my friends. Because even before I wrote that whole book slash journal, I had had it in like a short, like five page ebook. And I was asking all my friends because I think it was since 2018, I had gotten out of my last serious relationship. Mm. But I'm good now. I'm good. I've gotten my last relationship and it, it was really hard for me at that time. So I was just asking everybody these ransom questions. I was like, how you get over a relationship? What are the things you do? And these are how I came up with some of the five steps in the book. I know wow. you're thinking, yes, yes, that's what I say all the time when I get up and look in the mirror. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, that's amazing. And you know, it's funny and I'm pretty sure you, you add some humor to it. And it, it's amazing. But I want to know also about your show, your one woman show. Tell me about that. Do you know I've been on many podcasts and no one asked about that? See, <gasps> you're on Trina Talk. See, <laughs> different. I mean, I have to come back here every week. <laughs> you should. <laughs> so let me tell you a bit about that. That was, I'm still at, oh, I think that's one of the most exhilarating, exciting moments of my life because I always remember even. One after I won the competition with um, Toastmasters and someone said, oh, make it into a one-woman show. And I, the first thing I said was like, what, what? I don't know what that, I know Whoopi Goldberg did it, but I don't know what it is. And I had no, when I said no help in the beginning, no help. But I earned, I think you'll say, and once you put that vision in front, that goal in front, things just start to fall into place, right? That, that's 1000% true. I had started even Facebooking just random people that did Broadway or stuff. And this one guy out of 50 something people replied and told me about one woman shows or, or, or one it's called United Soul, like a solo mm-hmm. or something off Broadway. Right. And it turns out the one guy that was nice enough to email me back is one of those people that did Poggy and Best, like one of those famous Broadway people. So that was that gave me like so much oh. energy, like someone actually responded and it's someone at that level. So after I went through the whole thing, barely had places to practice, didn't know what I was going to do. Mind you, I had to take that five minutes and make it into a one hour show. I don't even know how I did it, but thank God I had a few failed relationships to talk about. So the show was basically called Frustrated and it's me basically going through some of the relationships that I had and how frustrated I've been trying to find that you know, the one and only, you ride or die, the love of your life. And it's just so funny. Like when, when I did the show, people thought it's, I made up stories. Most people up to, 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 to today don't know those stories are true. Cause, cause you had to be there. Cause some of those stories you're like, ah. 
Yeah. But basically just me being frustrated and angry and but humor. And I had a lot of, even though it was a one woman show, I had a little few, you know, abstract because I like to keep people engaged. Yes. Some people, some surprise visits and some people walking on stage. So it was very fun, interactive. And I had two sold out shows from something I thought no one would come to something that even before I go on, I remember how much my chest hurt, how my throat was dry. I was so scared to death. But it turned out to be a lot of fun. That's something I would love to do, like on a national or international tour. That would be awesome. You know, that's amazing. I mean, how how did that all to come together? I mean, did this person that you spoke with, did they give you like the step Not, by steps of how to do this? Nothing. All he did was he said in New York, uh, thank God, one of the good things is New York is one of the, you know, the place for you yeah. for those things. Right. He just said it had um, it have these a lot of shows that take place in New York having to do like with solo performances. And because I and he mentioned he just mentioned like one or two or whatever. And I started to just do research on it. And that's when I found United Solo Festival, which so happened to be the largest one mm-hmm. in America. What are the what are the chances? Right. And you had to like submit your your five minutes thing. And that's I say everything. That's all God. Who would have thought that? five to seven minute speech that I so happened to win that I would have the video, which I had to beg to get that I had something to submit. If I did not have that to submit, there was, I didn't have nothing. Right. And they said, yes, mind you, they said yes. Cause this is like a year before, right. They said yes. And I had no show. I didn't write anything, (laughs) but I'm one of those people. Like I'm one of those people like, yeah, I'm going to have a show. Don't know what I'm talking about. Don't know how to do it. Have no help. Nowhere to practice. Girl. And so I submitted it. Then I so happened to went to Honduras with my ex or whatever. And, and you know, Dr. Sabi or whatever. In one of those cabins, you basically no, no lights, no running water, mm-hmm. no those kind of places, right? And my boyfriend was sick at the time. And I literally sat at my computer for some hours and I just typed it it just all came in those few hours and I always say you know when something is funny when I start to laugh hysterically and but even though I'm not I always say I'm not a comedian comedian because to me I respect that I don't know how they do it because when you say comedian when they step on stage people expect them to make it laugh so I always say I do monologues right because people is like oh monologue that sounds boring that's not (laughs) I say comedic monologue but they don't expect to laugh like a comedian would make you laugh but I wrote that whole thing that one day sitting on my bed while my ex was sick. And I, that again, that's all God. And then one after I wrote it, I had nowhere to practice. Mind you, I've never done anything like this before in my whole entire life. I'm just coming from when I was nervous and my right hand like shakes all the time when I speak. And then you remember that room full of people like, what the hell was I thinking? But after they have all these rules and stuff when you're going through like United Solo, you need someone with lights. You need this. You need that. Right. So I the thing is, after I finally got all the places to practice and I felt like I had it done back, I bought a ticket to someone else's show because I wanted to mm-hmm. see the whole place or whatever the case might be, because everything is money. If you want to go right. there to practice, you got to pay. I ain't paying no money. 
thought I bought one ticket to a show. I saw a show and I saw like after the show ended, I checked all the size of the stage and everything or whatever. And three days before they told me I needed someone to operate the lighting, which I missed because there's so many rules. People don't realize these things is all this in rules and policy and all this stuff. My friend three days before said, yes, she's going to do the lighting. Mind you, she came in on that same day my show start, sat behind there. She's like, what, 24? or 25 she clicked two things she was like stand there she clicked the lights on she had people swear i have been practicing in this place forever and even now when i say about it it like bring a smile to my face because it's so amazing like just knowing like me talking about this now knows that anything you definitely put your mind to and you keep it in the forefront of your mind you definitely can achieve it. Because again, if someone had told me, Patrice, you're going to be all Broadway, you're going to have your own show, I'd be like, shut the hell up. <laughs> and I would have said a lot of different curse words that I can't say right now. But I'm glad I did that. It was an awesome experience. And I still have it there. I believe that I would take it on like a national tour or international tour. You never know. So it's like in the vault. I just locked it away. Yeah. You know, well, you got me all excited, girl. I, I'm excited too because now I, I got a lot of things. I, I'll go on tour with you. <laughs> I got a lot of things going. Your friend now was she a lighting person? How did she know how to do this? She's cool. She's one of those people that do a lot of technical stuff, right? Okay. So her name is Riley. She actually just did my website for me. So okay. Riley Gray, right? So she she's one of those young people that's very focused, get things done, and. I don't know if she had known it before, because before then, I think I only knew her for like a year and her, her uncle or whatever, she works with him. He's Shulman Brown. He does like all these speeches and motivational talks so forth and so on. She, she used to help him a lot behind the scenes. So I didn't even know because she just said, okay. But again, you know, some people just are naturally skilled at certain things by the time you click two things. So she's just one of those people that was God shining on me. So I, I am, I'm very grateful to Riley for this day okay and she just made my website literally finished like a few weeks ago and it's amazing she's amazing <laughs> wow so what this whole process teach you because and I, I like to believe I believe in God I believe in you know your steps are ordered in your destiny so it seems like everything has kind of fallen in place that like you said you had focus you knew what you wanted to do and then even though you may not have had the means at that time, things just started to fall in line for you. What Very have true. you learned throughout your journey that you can share with everyone? All my journey is when you, God have his own plan. I always say, I think God is a comedian because you could have your plan. Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to marry John. I'm going to have three kids. And God is like, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> right. I'm going to get no kids for you. No husband, because this, this is not the path I want you to be on because you still have so much more growing to do. And even though growing, you're going to bump your knee, you're going to get some scars along the way. You always, when you reach a certain particular space in your life, like even now, start looking at how the, the dots are connected going backwards because everything that even happened now, when you look back, it, that's God defined plan. I wish you would give me a husband and a child. I didn't know when that coming. So that's the only thing you can, I don't know what kind of comedy this is. I don't like that part of the movie. My Miss Francois journey. Okay. God, you're listening. But other than that, it's definitely, cause I was like, I even told someone recently, I said, I said to think all my few failed relationships transform into Toastmaster off Broadway show, TV show. So again, if just imagine if I was married, 
with the five kids or whatever. I mean, I would have been on a different journey, but I would never have any of these experiences. So sometimes when you are failing and certain things are not working out and yes, it's going to hurt and yes, it's going to leave some scars, just continue to pray and have that faith because God have his plan working for you. And all those things, you're going to see all the things come into fruition. Your vision going to work out. Even you're going to get new vision. You're going to get new goals because some of the goals that I had before, it definitely it went to the wayside certain things but some of the things even i've had businesses in the past but some of the things that i have learned or done then has helped me now so god is amazing mm. but i still need my husband and my child <laughs> i have about, about 20 more eggs left all right thank god i'm very fertile at my age i actually done the test but i just need someone to fertilize the eggs make sense trina it does <laughs> you have a brother yeah check me i have a brother a cousin a nephew I have no one. <laughs> I'm on this damn podcast for no damn reason. That's why I came here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have this nothing to take connection. care of. <laughs> this network that you go find something. I have nothing to give, but I do have a funny question for you. So since you've sure. done all of these things, have any of those past boyfriends try to contact you? Yeah. Oh, you haven't actually seen what I look like. You've seen this amazing body and this great personality. I, I I have people still in my DM. I block them one away. Talking about, hi, hello, how are you doing? I'm like, which part? I know <laughs> they didn't understand. And my dad always tell me, if you break up with someone once, there's a reason. Yes. Always remember the reasons why you break up. Because a lot of times, and I'm one of those people, I remember all the good things and forget the bad things. That's why you tell the confidant some of the bad things. So when you make the mistake and slip up, my sister reminds me, Quinton reminds me, remember when John did? I said, oh, that's yes. why I didn't like John and I broke up with John. But yes, everybody should still want to get with me. Are you crazy? <laughs> because i'm like i look at myself i want to get with me i see you i see you <laughs> okay we're gonna get into our questions because we could go on like oh this. lord i nervous girl i nervous okay but you can do it you did a one woman show so you can do this i'll do my best Hit okay me. and this can be personal business whatever who or what motivates you one person oprah Michael, oh. I'm sorry, I can't do more than one person. Oprah and Michael Jackson. Uh, Oprah and Michael Jackson? Okay. <laughs> what demotivates you? Uh, negative people with a bunch of excuses saying they can't do something and trying to mess up my mental aura thing going on. Mm. Mm-hmm. When was a time, and I think we may have covered this, that something was said or done to hurt you, but it worked for your good? All them man and them that cheated. Okay, let me calm down. Yes, all those failed relationships. <laughs> I think so. What is your fear? My fear is all the all the work I've put in thus far, that at some point in time, I stop and I give up on myself and I stop believing. Mm, that's a good one. Is there a time when you wish you had done something that you didn't? Well, it was that time I went to sleep with, Okay, no, not that one. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't. If oh, if I had to go back in time, having to do with when I came here, if I wish I was brave enough to, to tell my family that I wanted to come home, even though all these things has happened, family is important to me, and I, I was too shy and scared at at that time. 
Okay. Now, is your family still in Trinidad? Yeah, most 90% of them. I have oh. eight brothers and sisters, so. Okay. Okay. Is yeah, and I'm trying to file for all them people to get them green card who I have to have to support them. They better stay right there and walk in their country. Oh, my God. <laughs> is there a time that you wish you had not done something? Time I wish. Yeah, sleep with. Yes, yeah, so some of the waste my time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What is your definition of success? I, I, I like the Earl Nightingale version. Basically, whatever you're progressively working towards is a so whatever it is, it could be you baking, I want to be a seamstress, a mom, whatever, whatever you're working towards and whatever you love doing and whatever the goals are, you're already a success because that's what you decided to do. Damn. That I need a good. star. You need to add that to a book, the next book. <laughs> that's what you did. <laughs> How do you recharge? Because you seem like you are a busy woman. Going to drink, you know, what's the worst part? I do not drink, I don't smoke, I don't do none of that. So people are like, what the hell? First of all, you're not a Trinidadian. But I think again, the, the people around me, Quinton Mezzeton, I love you. He comes with five kids and a wife. So no, it's not like that, right? And she loves me too. But I think it's just recharging, is partly just being able to talk to someone and they help recharge you. Iron sharpens iron, right? Yes. So it's a lot of that. And I just went driving home from work today. I was listening to my Earl Nightingale just reminding me. I listened to that same Earl Nightingale secret must be at least 25 times already. <laughs> so certain things like that recharge me. Keep positive people around you. Yeah. Not them excuses and waste of time, people. <laughs> what are you awesome at? Every damn thing. <laughs> I think one thing I'm awesome at is following through, right? Uh, yeah. It's not like, you know, I ain't going to pick a baking cake or whatever. But if Miss Francois says she's going to do A, guaranteed A would have been done yesterday. So I follow through. And I didn't even know that it was like a skill or a talent until I realized how many people don't follow through. And I'm like, what do you mean? You mm -hmm. told me to do A. You, you said these are the rules. I do it. I'm freaking yeah. amazing. When I signed on to your podcast, did I not sign on exactly on time? You know, people be late, but you after did. seven she, and we booked did. this how long ago? How long ago, right? It's been a while. Been All a while. right. I'm on point, my child. Thank you. Yes. What legacy <laughs> do you want to leave? <laughs> <laughs> well, my legacy is someone that no matter what, the same thing I'm kind of scared of, but I want to be remembered. That's someone that always, like I never gave up. No matter what obstacle came, I always did at a thousand. I would go 120. I was like, when I'm in a down mood, that means I'm just doing 80%. But I always did 120. I believed in whatever I was doing. I always worked towards it and nothing stopped me. God damn. Why am I not rich? Why am I not pregnant? I know, right? I'm still waiting on Trevor Noah. <laughs> I think he's married. <laughs> no, no, no. He not married at all. Girl, I follow that man. He, I knows everything. Well, tell the listeners how they can connect with you. If they want to get in touch with you, see your one woman show when it goes on tour, the whole nine yards. Well, I like to make it easy for everyone. You definitely go to the website. If you don't know, it's www. should be ashamed. Everyone should know that by now. It's Miss, that's M-S-S Francois. If you can't spell that, you should Google it. But once you go on my website, you will find everything you need. I'm on every social media platform because I'm that amazing. So if you're not on Facebook, 
on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, it's Instagram. YouTube, um, everything is right there. So check out my website, MissFrancois.com. Miss Francois, thank you for being on Trina Talk and making me laugh. See, we could go on like this forever and we don't, so we can't do this on the show. So we, we need to have like coffee or something and have girl time chat. But thank you for being on the show. You're welcome, love. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. It was like a girl chat. That's pretty awesome. Uh, if you like Trina Talk podcast, please don't forget to go out to iTunes and rate it five stars and leave a review. Also, who else in your life do you know that needs some motivation and inspiration in their life? Don't forget to share Trina Talk with them. I hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your mindset, you can change your life. Keep striving because success is a journey, not a destination.